Well, we'll get this out here. Welcome to another episode of the Bart and Dane Show. I'm Dane. Bart's MIA right now, so uh, we're going to go kind of solo, or not really solo. We got JC. What's your name again? I'm Stacy Joe. Yeah, Stacy Joe, and we got another person here. Who is this? Colwell. You're kind of stuttering. You kind of sound like Joe Biden there for a second. <laughs> What's going on? Well, like you know, you, you, I hit the record button and you guys start laughing. It's been a rough day. <laughs> it's been a long day. I don't even remember what we were laughing about. Yeah, uh, whatever. So anyway, um, what are we going to talk about? I, I really wanted Cole on here because Cole's uh, a trustee with me and uh, we always seemed like we gravitate to politics. So Stacy's uh, the uh, Trump girl. I'm 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 the grassroots politician. Okay, I called her the Biden girl one time in my commentaries, and that didn't go over very well. <laughs> All right. So anyway, so tell us a little bit about yourself here, Cole. How old are you? You ran for public office how many times? Okay. So yeah, my name is Cole Webb. I'm 24 years old. I uh, and you're a recovering alcoholic. Uh, no. Sir. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, but anyway, not so. yet. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Listen, when you're on here, it's uh-huh. a free for all. Yeah, I, I understand that now. <laughs> so, uh, I was elected to a township position at 18 years old. Um, and you're, you served a was that a four year term? A four year term, yeah. And you're serving your second four year term right now that started last year, right? Yes. Yep. So, uh, done something that you could never do which was when uh when the trustee raised the first time running oh really has that never been done well i'm just talking about you <laughs> oh thanks a lot <laughs> you know we're gonna go there oh, i know we, that's why i'm going ahead and starting this yeah is it <laughs> cole, uh, cole cole cannot get over the fact that uh, i've always beat his numbers every time i run mm-hmm. who had the highest percentage though oh um what are you talking about percentage? It doesn't really much matter. Uh, I mean, does. when you're talking one point, I know it was a point zero one percent difference. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but I was higher. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So. Oh well. Anyway, <clears throat> you got something to hang on to, there, I guess. Yeah. Still, still, I'm the leading vote getter for current trustees. Okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> Next topic. Yeah. Cole is also on the cover of a magazine. Oh yeah! yeah. Congratulations. Is Thank that, you. Sir, what was the name of that magazine? <laughs> no, it's actually. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you really went there. <laughs> ESPN swimsuit edition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're identi- you're identifying as a woman now, aren't you? You're allowed to do that because there are now it's LGBTQI plus. What's the I stand for? Uh, we haven't. I, I think it's indifferent. Yeah, and I don't even think you can call it Alphabet Soup now or Alphabet. Uh, what else called it before? Alphabet uh, Organization, because they're they're putting numbers and mm-hmm. other things in there now. I think the I is for indifferent. Hmm. And I'm not sure what the plus is for. <laughs> plus one. If you bring a plus one. Might be. All right, so we were talking about election results and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you actually went for a countywide race there not too long ago. Yeah, I uh, I ran for county treasurer, and since I am in my second term, as, just won my second term as township trustee, you can imagine how well that race went. Yeah. Well, and, you know, we've talked about this before. Until you actually put your name in a hat right. and you go through that, it's a roller coaster of emotions. Um 
you know, you, you can sit there and say, oh, you know, until you're in that seat and you, you know, you're, you're going through the process. Mm-hmm. You know, go into that a little bit. I mean, as far as, I mean, it's, it's emotional highs and lows. You start talking to people and, and you, obviously you're trying to get people to vote for you. It is. And, and, and that's, uh, that's, I think the deal with any, any time you, you decide to run, people's always pushing you to run for something. Um, especially at my age, there's, there's people that come up to me all the time and say, you should run for this, 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 and this, and this. And you really need to take a step back, I think. And, uh, and look at one who's talking to you about that. What are their what are their goals in doing so? And if you can win the race, yeah. Well, and and that's the thing. I mean, when you look at something like that, I I, I don't look at it. You know, as, of course you want to win when you when you put your name in a hat. But uh, just like trustee in particular, I, I like the fact that I, I feel like I'm doing making a difference, mm-hmm. and uh, I I feel like I'm fairly conservative and uh well I, sorry to interrupt you. well and then the fact that i i usually i'm right 100 percent of the time on the voting and usually you guys come around if it takes a second vote or a third vote you you come around to my vote well you right know, well <laughs> you know something unique about us being township trustees is we are governing over, over such a small little part of our community yeah and um it, it helps on a one-to-one basis on getting to know your residents and, and actually being able to to help them um what, what exactly is the role of a township trustee uh, it's and that's another good thing about it the role of a township trustee is basically as much as you want it to be um in in years past in our township it has been um, just the maintain maintaining of roads. It is more. It can be more than that. It and, and I think we have taken several good steps in um, in leading to to that further. Like going to the next level. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, we are we're taking steps and possibly zoning. Um, you know, many other things right now. Well, and that's you know the thing is is with um, something I've said a long time ago is is I want us to be proactive, not reactive. Right. And so many people are just reactive, you know, and and a lot of times we are kind of reactive because we don't you know the, we don't travel the roads of our you know we got sixty six miles of road mm-hmm. considered as far as township, and that's our our main focus is the roads, making sure that you know that they're you know the potholes are filled and stuff like that but but we don't have time to 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 travel those all the time and a a pothole in particular i mean we got one road in particular we're hoping to get that done this year through the um, uh, chip and seal program we're going to try to do it through the county they were supposed to do it last year but but there's a you know the one i'm talking about it comes in i mean it doesn't matter how many times we fill it every few months it's 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 in horrible shape that particular area of the road and it's do because of drainage and other things we we have to correct the issue there and it's it's one of those things that you know we could throw a hundred thousand dollars on that road in a second and still not fix it and you know our budget is what 1.3 million mm-hmm. and we're one of uh, 14 townships in lawrence county is that per year your budget yes yeah. yeah and the state allocates that toward 
the it comes through, how does that work? It comes through different funding sources. Um, actually, there and this was done prior to us being on there, but uh, every time you get your tags, in, uh, Union, if you live in Union Township, there's a $5 fee on that that goes to us. There's a tax, gasoline tax. We get a portion of that. We also get... Um, Actually, there's several levies out there for uh, fire levies. Which that's interesting so, because yeah. I bet a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, and then also there's um, the the franchising fee we get from Armstrong. We get a little bit of money from them. Uh, and you know, we we also have to mention the fact that we do have two two fire departments in Union Township that we um, we oversee the fundings for. And uh, yeah, proud to say my voting record on those on those uh, in support of those fire departments have been. A hundred percent, unlike uh, yeah, trying unlike to the guy trying, sitting beside. trying to dig me, <laughs> you know, and, and what he's talking about, and he, what he, you know, a lot of our listeners, we have a lot of international listeners actually, and it's surprising how many people. I, I'm sure this is going to be a show that won't interest people from Ireland or other places, but but every every within the United States, every state has different type of governments and different type of how they uh, find it and you know, do the. Uh, distribute the money and funding and, and take care of business basically politics in general but in ours we have uh, 88 counties and we got the, in our county we have 14 townships that, that oversee funding and like Cole was saying we, we do have uh, two fire departments within ours now some of these townships they're humongous what was that one budget for that one township like 54 million dollars a year yeah million. where yeah. was that at it's up towards the Dayton area yeah really so you know you imagine it's it's not even inner city this township's not inner city I thought it was but it's not so and and, we get we get 1.3 now we can't use and some of that's fire fund money so you know it's allocated in certain areas so so it's not like you can just go out there and just spend money on what you want to spend it for because a lot of it has earmarkings and different things so when we look at break there and we're going to continue with the township government here I know everybody's excited to listen to this. We are because this is exciting because a lot of people, like you have a lot of international listeners. Yeah. And well, they don't know really how America as a whole is broke up. Yeah. And and I've, I and was about how, ready to go into that, I think, um, in the fact that in the United States, there's how many, how many did you say that actually has township form of government? I believe there's around 38. Don't quote States. Me on that, that, yeah. See, like we live in in Ohio, and they have a township form of government. Uh, West Virginia doesn't have that, so uh, a lot of their road issues and stuff is all handled by the state. That's the reason every time you see snowstorms or anything, it's always a state truck that clears your road. Um, but in our township, you know, the village takes care of that, and then we have a township. But um, what else are we going to talk about there, Cole? Whatever you want to talk about, man. Talk about your new appointment. He recently Cole got, has been promoted. Yeah, he, he got elected <laughs> to the state board of, what is it called? What is it? Uh, I was elected to the Ohio Township Association Board of Directors. High five. Yep. Uh, what, uh, what? What? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> For those of you who aren't familiar with who how the government works in the United States. And in Lawrence County, right? Yeah. Well, Lawrence County is a little different, that's for sure. We have another guest on here. We might as well introduce her. Go ahead. <laughs> we have Amy. She's our new sponsor. Yes. The Flyer Shop. Shop Chesapeake. Chesapeake. Yes. Yes. She decided to join us. Mm-hmm. All right. Yay. I didn't tell you that there's a five thousand uh, dollar entry on that. Did you? <laughs> really? Why am I scared? 
<laughs> all right. So anyway, yeah, it's it's actually pretty nice. I mean, there's um, like I said, there's uh, 88 town, 88 counties in the state, and uh, I don't know as far as townships. How many townships are in the state? Do you do you know the number on that? No, I do not. But in in this particular uh, where you became a director of this uh, board, it's uh, there's actually um, one vote for each county, and uh, right there's one vote for each county, and um, there's multiple direct directors on this board. Yeah, uh, it's not just one director. Um, it's like twelve directors it, plus the president, vice president, or pro right, team. Or it's whatever a few it is. more than that, but it's kind of unique because we kind of bring a whole different look on different townships within our within our state you have townships with budgets of 50 plus million dollars or you have townships um like ours with a budget of about one three hundred dollars one point three million dollars yeah uh, <laughs> amy we're um we're gonna have to have that check before you leave <laughs> They have to turn that mic off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But so, speaking from like a local, so for those of you who are listening that are outside of this tri-state, Ohio, Kentucky, West Virginia area, if you're not familiar with what we are talking about, um, there are different trustees in within Lawrence County that's different than what would be West Virginia, Kentucky, which is in our tri-state area. But if you're internationally, which we do have a lot of listeners actually that are outside of the country who don't understand local government, local municipalities, um, how the money comes in, how the money is distributed, we would like to, that's what we're trying to break it down, right? Yeah, and right. Well, and, and yeah. it's different everywhere. I mean, just like down in Louisiana, they, they call them parishes down there, you know, so it's it's different everywhere. And it's it's up to the states. And that's that's the beautiful thing about our Constitution. Our Constitution is is a broad, uh, I guess, picture of what what we're supposed to do. But then it comes down to the states and states rights. And that that's what's really important, especially when we're talking about election fraud and stuff like that. We you talk know. about Constitution all the time. And it's pretty much like it's written in stone. Yeah. It's not like the Ten Commandments, but yeah. well, I mean, and the Constitution, it is what it is. Like, you cannot just constantly change the Constitution because it affects your opinion or your or it hurts your feelings, right? Yeah. Well, and, and that's that's what I said before, I think, last podcast when we talked about the, the nominee there for the uh, Supreme Court. You know, when you think it's a living document and it grows and it changes, it's, it doesn't change. I mean, it's black and white. Um, and and the thing is, is they're there to interpret that constitution. They're not there to uh, to ratify or change. Yeah, I mean, and it's it, it's crazy to me to think of how soft people are now, to where they take every little thing. Long. Soft or woke? Are you talking about the same? Are we talking about the same thing? I think so. Okay. Um, I think I I'm, I'm I'm sorry. Going down that trail, I I, did, I don't know exactly what you're talking about. Where people think that you can just just change. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Just stay close to the mic so we can hear you. Okay. The where you people think you can just you can just change. Legislate uh, from the bench. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That that's what they try to do all the time, and it's happened before. I I, I tell a story sometimes about um, how a liberal judge down in Kentucky allowed to take away. Uh, was it 70% of the pension fund or is it 90% of the pension fund of a large uh, 
company here in our tri-state. You know, you think somebody that, that had worked all their life, 40-plus years at a, at a particular company, and the idea was that you would get a pension from that company for X amount of money. You Not know, to take it away. Yeah, and you think about somebody, if they were expecting, I'm just throwing hypothetical numbers out there, but if you're expecting to have three grand to, to live on a month or even a thousand a month, whatever it might have been, take 70% of that or 90% of that away, you know, somebody that's 70 years old or 80 years old, they're not, they, they can't go out and get a job. But that judge allowed that to happen and took away that money for those people, and that's so sad. How is that fair? Life's not fair. You're exactly right. Life sucks. <laughs> Can we play a little game of Family Feud here real quick? Because I've been watching a lot of Mr. Harvey, like on Family Feud on uh, TikTok. Name something that upsets a liberal. Go ahead, Who, who wants to go first? Go, Cole. I, I just first. have eight things, but who wants to go first? Go ahead. Cole? Uh, I'm not good going first. The Constitution. Is that number one? Yes. The mm. Constitution wins with 35 points. Second is secure elections. Okay, with 20 points. Third, national anthem. Who doesn't sing the national anthem? Like when you go to any sports venue, whether it be like high school or college or mm. at the national level, do mm -hmm. you not always put your hand on your heart and sing the national anthem? Yeah. yeah. What, what's prayer? Well, four is rule of law. With eight points, the American flag, personal responsibility, science, and then last but not least, my personal favorite, Donald Trump. Oh, really? That sets most people off, it seems like. But that, uh, that's what, name something that upsets a liberal. Hmm. And everybody goes quiet but me. Yeah, I know. This sounds like it might be something I'll be adding out. Okay, <laughs> well, I, wait, I, have tin foil, I have tinfoil tin on my hat. I'll, I'll admit it. It's okay. Well, no, I, I think I can name several things except a liberal, but it's, I don't know if it's things that I want to say on air. Say it. What are you afraid of? <laughs> It seems like they. Uh... Let's just be honest. The liberal media, mm -hmm. like CN the mainstream media, MSNBC, CNN, they're all caving. Their their ratings are going south quickly. Right. Well, um, my point is, you got, especially in a political stance, you. It seems like you have to be more careful. On what you say anymore um, there's but why should you have to be careful you have freedom of speech isn't that your 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 right you're, su you're supposed to have freedom of speech exactly mm -hmm. but no one has freedom of speech anymore but you're supposed to you're supposed to it's in the Constitution right right mm -hmm. it's written is it right am yeah. I right Dane yeah but, but I, I think we can all agree that freedom of speech is well, now that Elon Musk has uh, 9% and he's on the board of Twitter, Twitter so... 9.2, yeah. So hof hopefully he... Uh, yeah, and I'm a big Elon Musk fan. Yeah. Uh, I said that before, you know, I want to be your buddy, so if, if, if you're listening, Elon... <laughs> if you're Elon, out there, Elon, come to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I like to hang out with you, brother. 
We things, support you. The things that you um, stand for. Well, no, it's uh, what we talked about. You know, he has all those satellites and everything else. Mm-hmm. Plus, he's a space race. I, did you see that? How much was it? Was it thirty million dollars on that one last launch yesterday? Per seat, thirty million dollars to go up in a space launch. Oh, as a, they actually, at, are they actually doing it now? Yeah, as a yeah. private as a private really? citizen, you could do that if you want it as a private citizen. For if thirty you can, million dollars, if you can, do I think the it was clearance. thirty. It might have been fifty million. Did anyone do it? Yeah, I'm sure it's full. Cole, do you have like thirty million dollars I can borrow? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have. That's crazy. Yeah, someone's got thirty million dollars they can blow on it. I mean, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I personally, if I had thirty million dollars, I don't think I'd want to go to Mars. But oh, wow. <laughs> well, it's not Mars. It was the space, whatever the international what space, space station. station. Yeah, right. Oh, so you don't even get to go like to the moon or anything. We've never been to the moon, have we? Where are oh, you? Lord, have you not seen the go. cabal? Come on, Cole. You're all about politics. Tell me you've seen yeah, the cabal. I've heard about it. But you really don't think we've been to the moon? There, There is no. new stuff out now. They're saying that they have, that whatever if you it is. Can, if you can put a man on the moon in the 60s, you can have a cure for cancer in 2022. It's all part of How the How do they get that statistics, though? What statistics are we talking about? I mean, how, how can you say that if you can put a man on the moon, then you should have a – you see yeah. what I'm saying? Well, and, and think about the, the, the computer programs that they had back then that took up a room. You know, and and, it, and it, your, your uh, phone right there can do more complex equations and stuff than what they like done. Like this 5G microphone right now that you're having to your head? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Microwave. Microwave. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's baking our brains. It baked yours pretty good, I can oh, yeah. say. That's, that's why I said microphone and not microwave. <laughs> right? We're, we're kind of going south here. No, we're not. Are we? No. This is what grassroots America is all about. All right. So what do we want to talk about now? Awfully quiet. Talk about the Finger Lakes. Hunter Biden. I'm, this this is I, I said it. In, I think the last program. I, it, it's something that's kind of amazing to me. And oh, sorry. That's, that's my hero. That's Donald Trump. I'm sorry. <laughs> but the, supposedly these uh, Finger Lakes. It's a tattoo on my back. On his back is a representation of the lakes in northern. Uh, what did I say earlier? New York. New York, yes. Yes. Uh, somebody actually asked me if I had a stroke. Yeah. Well, Sad. it's very interesting because if you don't follow politics and if you don't really know what's going on, then you'd be kind of like, hmm, what is that? But if you see what is out there, I don't know if anybody out there has seen what it, some of the pictures that are on his laptop that has been um, what, it, what the FBI has said they have lost some of his films, some of his footage. I've not, not seen any of that. What's, what's going on with it? You yeah. haven't seen any Hunter Biden's laptop pictures? Yeah. Oh, my God. You're missing out. I know. They're not actually publishing all the good stuff, but the FBI actually came back and said they lost it. And then Matt Gates, I think, wasn't it him that came up and he had a, he had a copy of it himself. Yes, Matt Gates has a copy on a hard drive. Yeah. Really? 
So the FBI has it back. But th th that's what amazed me is it was the New York uh, Times came out and said, oh, it's real. The Washington Post, the was New York Post, and the New York Times, all. <clears throat> so They're all caving. So why are they caving? That That's the whole thing. I, I don't understand. If two years ago or whenever it was during the election cycle, they said, oh, it's fake, it's propaganda, it's fake, it's propaganda. What was the catalyst that made it to where it's not propaganda now? <clears throat> Who Who's seen it? I think at that point they thought that they had all, they were all protected. It was all pretty much, quote, unquote, undercover. So they didn't have anything to worry about. But now that it's out there and more mainstream media is seeing this, and they're like, there's no rabbit hole that they can go under to get cover for. Well, I also They're being exposed. Yeah, and I also think, I mean, what else are they going to report on? I mean, some of the words that, uh, just like when he introduced the, Brandon introduced the uh, Supreme Court judge nominee or whatever, new uh, person there, he was, um, he said there was one thing. What did he say? It was one thing, and then, then he said some words that I, I don't even know if they're out of the English language. Nobody could understand what he was talking about. He was talking about traveling 17,000 miles. Yeah, but there was one thing he was going to point out, and I, I don't think he actually pointed it out. And then they had the uh, the laughing hyena come on there, and she, she said good morning or something like that, and then she started cackling. And it's like, what are you cackling for? But what we will follow up from the last podcast was when Bart was talking about will Mitt Romney hold her responsible and vote for her. So what, Because he did not, at the federal level, he did not sponsor her. He did not vote for her. He said absolutely not. She should not be appointed to this federal judge. But when it came to the Supreme Court, yes, he voted yes. She should be on the Supreme Court. Well, that makes sense. I mean... So basically, something he's a traitor. He changed his mind. Maybe she has done something spectacular in this past nine years that made her um, a yes vote. Do you have any ideas what that would be? Because I don't. Well, she's good at word salad. Yeah, vomit, like word vomit. Yeah, she's good at she that. She can't for answer sure. a question. She blames everything on Congress. Yeah. But that, uh, who were the three the three Republicans that actually voted? Does anybody know? Um Cole, Cole, why don't you look on your phone and see Cole, if you can find Cole, can you be the researcher to look yeah. on your phone to see who are the three Republicans that voted we're, for we're, her? We're assuming it's Mitt Romney and Liz Cheney. Uh, those two are givens, but I don't know the third one. I don't know. It's complete silence while we're yeah. waiting for an answer. But dun, in the dun, meantime, dun, 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 dun. I'll take U.S. politics for 800, please. <laughs> I asked this question earlier. Who's the Secretary of Agriculture? Oh, my God. Ed Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> For Lawrence County. <laughs> yeah. I 200 mean, points. But does anybody, let's just be honest, on the national level, for all of you that are listening on the international level that have no idea actually what goes on in the United States, the let me just be honest with you. The people in the United yeah. States are not keeping up with the cabinet of Joe Biden. Well, nobody, I don't think anybody. I mean, the only person that, and don't even know if it's transportation or what, but uh, Pete Buttigieg is the only one. And there's That's another, just because he breastfeeds his child. Yeah, and then there's another one, the, the, the guy that dresses up as a girl. 
Right. Or whatever her LGBTQI plus. <laughs> so Cole's got the number or the persons. Who who was it? Uh, Susan Collins from Maine. Of course. Lisa Murkowski from Alaska. Of and course. Mitt Romney of Utah. Complete traitor. Oh, I. So what did Joe Manchin was, vote? Did he vote yes or no? Well, he had to have. He would have had, had to vote yes. Vote. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess Liz is in the uh, House, and I guess, isn't she? She's in the House of Representatives. Liz is in the underground. <laughs> you know, I, they talk about censoring her. And I don't think that they, they didn't actually follow through with that. But there's a few people I think that they should probably go ahead and think about doing that. You know, one person in particular, I, I don't know how he gets reelected all the time. Who? No lip Mitch. Mitch, please. Actually, he is sponsoring her. He just gave her money. Liz he Cheney, just gave yeah. Liv Cheney money. Yeah, I heard that too. Yeah, yes. that, that's what brought me to think about that. You know, uh, there's no excuse. What? Do you have any comments, Cole? Because you're following politics, you're so. growing. No, because you're learning, you're growing. You're wanting like we're going to the next level here, right? Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we'll see. You you can't be. A true conservative Republican and believe in Mitch McConnell. Uh, it's not possible. And, I, you know, I say this all the time. I, not that I'm booting the Republican Party, but I'm, I'm more conservative than, than most Republicans. So. But there, I, I believe there's a difference between conservatives and Republicans. Yeah. People think just because there's an R beside your name that there's a, you're a conservative, and there it's not. It's a completely different topic. And there, there are some states that actually have different uh, parties, like conservative parties. Um, I, I think in uh, West Virginia they have a libertarian party, they or do. whatever it is. Here in Ohio, they only uh, they actually only, um, I guess what is it called? They only uh, acknowledge two party system here, which mm-hmm. is Republican or Democrat, and then uh, they acknowledge three parties in the state of Ohio. What's the other party? Uh, the Green Party. Oh, the, the, Green, do the party. Green Party? Okay. Just for the record, doesn't Cole sound like somebody from the Oak Ridge Boys? <laughs> if he just stay close to the mic, because he keeps leaning yeah. back. Hello. I wish I could sing like him. Yeah, he definitely. I'll give it a try. I'll give it a try. <laughs> yeah. yeah, start that song. I think we've already heard that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was interesting. Yeah. All right, Cole, so what's next? What's next for the township? What do you want to move up to? As far as like, as far as the township trustees, you're mainly talking about the roads in the township, right? And the issues that you have as far as the township, like you want to be in control of the roads and managing. What is your next level? What do you want to achieve? As far as a township trustee, or what do I want to achieve? Future political. What what, what would you like to see the township trustees develop into? Personally, I would love to see the township start a uh, be completely zoned. We've talked about that. Yeah, I brought that up, I think, first month. Several times. The problem with zoning, and I think we're all on the same page with this, is I am completely against taxes. I hate taxes. I mean, it... It, they've got to be there. They've got yeah. to be there. Well, the problem with zoning is there's so much to it. And it's not just a matter of saying, okay, we're going to be now zoned. But in order to zone, you have to put a tax levy on to pay for Yeah, there's there's a lot more. Yeah, 
I mean, you have to have a committee and a board, and, and it has to. Because I need administrators. It's going yeah. to cost you around $100,000. I say we can't afford that. We can't without a tax levy. Yeah, but we can't ask the. But who's going to vote for a tax levy? It'll be no up one. to the taxpayers. And they want to complain. Taxpayers want to complain about these drug rehabs coming in. There's um, these uh, drug dispensaries coming in. But at the end of the day, they don't want to pay for. Yeah, the, the zoning could probably eliminate that. But the problem is, is it doesn't help with grandfathering. There's there's people that, right. you know, I, in our county in particular, we have over 40 and they're growing locations for drug rehabs. Mm -hmm. and, and a small county that we are, we got, what, 56,000 people maybe in our county. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we have over 40 different locations for that, you know, there's nothing we can do and once they're here they're here uh zoning won't won't correct that but then what happens is people show up at the meeting and they're all upset because their place moved in next door to them and the property's not zoned that way and, and it, or it's not you know sometimes it's listed as commercial property even though it's on like we have a small uh, second avenue there's some commercial property there so that's a pretty much residential so but there, there it is, you know, some of the property is deeded as, as commercial. So, you know, there's nothing you can do about that. And then, then drug rehabs can move just basically anywhere uh, in our township. So, and that's one reason we, we did pass that, which I'm surprised you voted for, um, to limit uh, drug dispensaries and also uh, growers in our county. But the problem also with that is, and, and for our local listeners, is that, it's beyond our control. I think there's already one permit out there that somebody's going to have the ability to, you know, to do that in our township in particular. Um, well, and, and and I'll go ahead and speak on that since since you want to be smart about it. So, <laughs> we uh, the only reason that that I was looking out possibly being against that was the fact that if. Uh, if everywhere else is getting the drug dispensaries, they're getting the tax base from those dispensaries. Why aren't? Why don't we want that? Yeah. Well, and, um, I, I and, you, and you did bring up a good, a good uh, argument about the the drug rehab centers in our area and what that will do to to our community as a whole. And, um, and it's, it, at the end of the day, you need to look at what's best for your community, whether it be money or not. Yeah, um, and how much how much money is it worth? And, and I, like I said in the meeting, we can we can revisit that. You know, if we're losing out on you know thousands upon thousands of dollars in in revenue, then there might be you know something we might want to relook at that. But for I think for our community, which we're kind of a uh, what do you want to call that Bible Belt or whatever you want to call this area. Um, Definitely. I I, th I think mm -hmm. I think for the most part, people would prefer not having that in our area. Um, you well, can get it. I mean, you can get it anywhere. West Virginia is selling everywhere right now. Well, I mean, we're the only. Up until last year, we were the only township in the county that was completely dry. I believe. Oh really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had a place out in the country there that got a permit to and Kroger. All the yeah, Kroger got it too. So there's two different places, two different locations. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. <laughs> but we're we're talking about alcohol. Are you talking about alcohol license? When you talk yeah. about dry, yeah, yeah, dry versus drug rehab, which yeah. is a completely different topic. Right. Yeah. Well, when he brought up the Bible Belt, 
But, uh, we are known in this Appalachian area of the map of the United States that we are known as the Bible mm-hmm. Belt of the United States. Yeah. And that's your only opposition as far as when you when in terms of alcohol and... Uh, but do you really want to bring this drug culture into this a- absolutely area? Absolutely not. Exactly. Because once you start... At one point, can you say, we're stopping? Right. Yeah, well, it, it's like the drug treatment places right now. It's too late. You know, there mm-hmm. are over 40 of them, in, and I can't remember. I, I knew the, the amount for our township, but, you know, 40 of them in a small county that we are, and, you know, that that's what we're becoming. And, and I'm not saying this against uh, drug treatment, and I'm not against drug treatment. Um, Did you hear about this big opioid um Lawsuit. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the counties getting so much money for this? No. Each county? Oh, no. I, what I, is it? There was another one in West Virginia just recently. Yeah, there, and I can't remember the, state the, attorney the company. Um, so basically they knew the drugs they were putting out were addictive. Yeah. They didn't. Um, they, di- they didn't come out and say it, so on. So the state got together sued this company the company came back with a proposition that they would give each county so much money as long as they yeah they wiped this clean so every county i, I think it was like one point maybe a million dollars each county got a million dollars or something yeah. um and the only county i believe in the state of ohio that held out was Scioto county and it, it, if you look at Portsmouth, you would know why Scioto county yeah. well and you think out. about that each of these locations i'm talking about they make a million dollars a year right. easily easily and which is our neighboring county for people that don't know yeah but I'm, I'm talking about the treatments the locations that are in our county right now each of those facilities are are bringing in excess Easy. of a million dollars most most of them if they're not they're not billing correctly but uh something that uh we well, talk each, you look at each patient i don't know have you ever looked at the statistics on each patient how much they're bringing in for each patient it's about eighty five hundred dollars a month it's isn't 10 it? Grand. oh it's up month. to 10 grand now it's okay. 10 grand. they're renting houses for 10 grand 10 grand a month yeah they're renting these houses i mean you look at chesapeake all those um all these half whatever you call them houses yeah that they're buying up rehabilitation right the house they're buying up half of them then half of them they're renting out they're renting those houses for ten thousand dollars a month so does the government pay for that or does that private insurance pay it's for that mostly built through medicaid it's mostly built through medicaid okay you name me one house in chesapeake that's worth ten thousand dollars a month rent yeah that's no <laughs> but what you're doing is that every bedroom is four people they put two right. bunk beds in each bedroom and you know they can easily and each person i mean they're getting ten thousand dollars yeah for each person yeah just so. do the math on it and so some homes might have 12 to 14 people because you can provide mm. bunk bed i'm sorry bunk beds in each bedroom right two bunk beds per bedroom is four people yeah do the math that's three bedroom house that's 12 people do the math yeah well and i, I said this before there's a book out there it's called dreamland and you really anybody that hadn't read it you really need to read it is one of the best books and it explains the the whole opioid opioid i can't say that word opioid. there we go thank you guys anyway it, and it tells about how you know how it came and and what you talked about earlier and the fact that there was a doctor in a in a um, some medical journal said that it is non addictive. It was a one line blurb, 
and they used that for this particular product and they sold it like crazy and then everybody got addicted yeah (laughs) so anyway so everybody got addicted then the government said oh we can't do this anymore and we're cracking down they took all these away from these people so what they do they they started shooting up black tar heroin right so i think phil when i was a pharmacy technician like years and years ago prior to what i'm doing now it was Purdue Pharma was in charge of OxyContin, which they called it then hillbilly heroin. Yeah. But now it's like marijuana, do what you want. Well, and I, I don't remember the actual figures, but somebody was telling me it was like 90 or $120 a pill, depending on the, the, the potency. It was a dollar per milligram. Okay. So, so if you sold like an 80 milligram of OxyContin, you're making $80. Yeah. So $80 for a pill, or you can buy a $10 hit of heroin. It doesn't, doesn't take long for those pill poppers decide that it's cheaper to do heroin and quicker to die right. using heroin. But, and you know, of course now, I mean, it's, it's everything. Fentanyl, I guess, is pretty much the drug of choice. Uh, fentanyl has taken over definitely because i think that fentanyl has become like the synthetic drug that is manufactured and it's in every drug and you don't even know what's in there and where's most fentanyl come from where are you gonna say china 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 do you guys hear that china china yeah which is all it comes back through the southern border yeah. Which is what we do not have protected right now because yeah, of it, our leader. Yeah, well, and, and that's the thing, you know, what, what is it, 8,000 a week is what they're saying? Now, how can we absorb that many people? And, and China. Yeah, we just, I mean, we, we can't sustain this. And, you know, I know what the master plan is. It's, it's all, all you guys get to vote now. And because Democrats said you can vote, they're going to vote. For Democrats, you know, so that, that's part of the master plan. It doesn't even matter if you're a Democrat or Republican, though. It's, be, it's become down. It's come down between it's right or wrong. Are you going to vote for this? Yeah. Well, or are I, you not? I mean, Cole, you're a trustee. Mm-hmm. You're a registered Republican, correct? Mm-hmm. Are you going to vote for this coming across your border, or are you not? Right. Well, and, and the only way we and can, Dane also. Yeah, the only way we can change that. I mean, we don't have a say in it, and and our politicians need to be something other than uh, rhinos. And exactly. I, and I think this, this name rhino is pushed out there. and I think most people don't even know what rhino means or what it stands for. Right. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't think until now, until like the last probably two years, that people even knew what a rhino was. Yeah. So you do you know what the – Cole, do you know what a rhino, what that actually Mitt stands Romney. for? Romney. Yeah. It's basically a fake Republican. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. It's a Republican in name only mm-hmm. is, is how they, that, that is actually what it stands for. But, but that's the thing. And I, we talked about Mitch, you know, he, during election cycles, he's all the best conservative Republican there is. But his voting record doesn't show that. Mm-hmm. And what, what he stands for and what he does is, does not represent What you say, like what you speak, needs to come out. And it needs to stand firm. That is your platform. Yeah. What you say, it, like what you vote for, that's what you vote for. That's what you stand for. That's what your morals are. That's what your background is. That's what you stand for. You cannot cross that. Well, Am that, I right? Yeah. And, and that's, I mean, it's, it's all about the money. You know, I've, I've said that so many times, but it is all about the money. And, and it's, it's really sad that people will, and, and it, 
what was that guy that does those hidden videos? What was that guy's name? Project Veritas, yeah. James O'Keefe. Yeah. He's a hero. Yeah, he's been in so many of these uh, political camps, and they'll say, you know, they'll actually say, oh, we don't, we don't believe any of that stuff. We're, we're not going to do that. We're just saying that to get the vote. You know, and it's been in those videos. And how do, how do people actually – and that's another thing that gets me because what they say is – your voters is a direct represent you know your your elected officials is your direct representation of your electorate so when you have somebody supporting or somebody that's in a seat like AOC or some of these other people from the squad i would be ashamed to have some of those people being my representative mm-hmm. you know and and it's it's, it's i'm amazing. all for I'm kind of sick to my stomach right now, but I am all for everybody. If you're over the age of 18, you need to register to vote. But having said that, you need to understand what you are voting for. Do not go in voting for on a name or of a party. You need to understand what they stand for, what they believe in, what their morals are, and what they are going to stand for in your community. Yeah. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's – go ahead, Cole. And, and that's something that um, – Because, I mean, there, let me, there are thieves out there. They will stand for and they will say, I'm a Republican. I'm this and I'm that. But when it comes down to it, you know as well as I do, they're going to cross that party line and they're going to do whatever benefits them. Well, I, I said this before, that Congress is famous for this. They'll pull all the freshman Congress people in. And they'll have a little powwow with them, and they'll say, hey, you know, if you want to play ball and you want to be here for extended time, you're going to have to play the way we play. Well, and I play ball a different way, and I play honest. I'm going to tell you like <laughs> – I mean, I'm going to tell you like it is. I'll play street ball, and you're going to play like I play. And if you don't play like I play, then you're not going to win on my court. That's how it is. I don't care. I don't care what party you're on. Either you're going to be honest or you're not. Right. And, and, and you know, that's uh, – I, I get – uh, I get in trouble a lot, I think, because oh, crap, sorry. <laughs> I, I, anything on the national level, state level, I uh, I usually vote straight party, Republican. Um, when you're talking in terms of grassroots level, um, intercommunity, countywide, whatever, uh, I usually look at the person. I don't vote. Um, I don't vote straight straight Republican. When, Looking at countywide, um, it's just—I mean, Mike Patterson. I'll vote for Mike Patterson until the day I die. So it he, is what it he'll, is. He'll never—he'll never—he'll um, never switch parties, and, and, I, and I respect him for that. But you—well, uh, you want to vote for the know, person, but but also, and, and that's the—that's the problem I—I I think with, uh, and I'll just go ahead and say it. That's the problem with the Lawrence County Republican Party that we're in today. They. Uh, they crucify you if they find out that you're voting for a, uh, a Democrat and, and multiple party leaders, not, not the chairman, not anything like that. But, um, within our party, uh, have looked at me and, and said, I'll commit, I mean, I'll come up first and I will commend you for saying that because I am proud that you stand up for your party Yeah. because this is one thing that I have said to the Republican party in all three states, because I work on the go USA platform which is a national platform. I don't know that you guys know that or not, but it's a national platform that where we um, grade Senate and congressmen um, in all states, 50 states across the nation. 
I'm a part of that mm -hmm. program. We have Zoom calls every Wednesday. We vote. Um, we look at everybody's record. Um, there's five points that we rate on. And I will commend you for standing up and saying that because it is not for just a party D and R. It's what you believe in. It's what's right and what's wrong. Right. Well, well, and, that, and that's where I'm getting to. I mean, you have several several people, especially in our county, and I think more so on the local level, that believe the same the same beliefs that we do as, as Republicans. And um, I, I think they just follow that. And I, and I think it's safe to say this before I, before I get into this. The Democratic Party, when you look at the Democratic Party 20 years ago, right. that is not the Democratic Party. It's not at all. The, the Democratic um, Party, we'll say, of the 1960s, when John Kennedy, we've said this, Dane, have we not, a hundred yeah. times. Yeah. It was a Republican. Rose Kennedy has came out and said that her son mm -hmm. John, who was led to be president prior to Jack, he was trying to bring in this socialism view of the economy and of the the party whatever and she said absolutely not we are capitalists we are for the capitalist party which is the republican party that's what the republican party stands for not the democratic party and that was in the 1940s and the 50s and the 60s mm -hmm. so if you go back to that that is not what you stand for right and well, i think that there's such a divide right now between the Republican Party, regardless of what you say, I don't care because I'm in between both states, Ohio and West Virginia, but what you say is, look, this is what I mean, this is what I stand for, this is what I believe in. The Democratic Party, regardless, they will always have your back. They will stand for you 100%. Now, when they close the door, things might be different. They might stab you in the back. But in the public, in the voting booth, is what you're saying. Exactly, yeah. they are on your side. Well, that's what. I, when it I comes to Republicans, they're not. They're split. They will stab you in the back in a second, yeah. and that's where they go wrong. That's where they are losing well, votes, right. and that's me, where they need the grassroots. Let effort. me jump in there before I forget this point. And you're talking about Lawrence County in particular, and and when you look at the demographics of of registered voters, it's it's majority Republican, mm -hmm. over Democrat, but it's overwhelmingly majority of undecideds, which means they don't want to identify with either party. So in the particular, in, in most of our races, especially when you, you're talking about voting Democrat for a Democrat or whatever you were talking about, you know, Democrats in this county don't get elected by Democrat votes. They won't ever get elected by Democrat votes only. So they have to pull in the Republican votes. And, and people do cross lines. And I, I'm the same thing about, you know, what you said. You know, vote for the person, whoever's the best person for the job. That's what you need to do. Also, you were talking about earlier, and, and I wanted to touch on that. You know, young voters don't go to the don't go vote just to vote. Right, exactly. Uh, educate yourself. Uh, all these uh, election boards they have uh, sites you can go to. You can pull your uh, your actual ballot offline to look at it to see who's running what the issues are because sometimes you know I, when i was a younger voter i'd go to vote and i didn't realize there was an issue on the ballot uh, issue meaning you had to vote for uh tax or whatever it might be whatever levy is yeah on the ballot. so so I, or there may be some federal judges i don't know anything about well i, I don't want to make an uneducated decision so when i was younger i would not vote for people because i don't want to just pick and choose 
at random. So what I'm saying to the young people is that you really need to, to look at that and, and look at some more than just the fluff that's out there and find the person that you'd like to vote for. Um, well, well, what you're getting into as far as the younger crowd and more so people my age, uh, just graduated college, out of high school, whatever, they they don't think for themselves. They, it's whatever mommy and daddy says, and, and that's what – Well, that happens that, a that's lot. That's how they go. And, and I came from a family. I mean, it was strictly the majority was Democrat. A lot of them still are, uh, but they were the old school Democrat. The, yeah. Which are uh, now Republicans. Which which are now Republicans. Uh, By party. Yeah. Right. Well, look at West Virginia in particular. I mean, it used to be you couldn't get elected unless you had a D beside your name, and now everybody's jumping to the Republican mm-hmm. Party. They have a super uh, majority of being the, Republican. My, well, my grandpa, mm-hmm. my grandpa, he was sheriff in Wayne County for years, and uh, just to the peace, and he he would tell, he would say, he would say. You can't win in Wayne County unless you're a Democrat. Yeah, and and now these are still Democrats, but they got R beside their name. Mm-hmm. But the Democratic Party now, if you have a D beside of your name, you're not a Democrat. You're a progressive. You're an activist. Mm-hmm. You are so much more than what a Democrat stands for. Yeah. It's not Democrat versus Republican. It's good versus evil. Right. Well, I've said this before. Uh, the National Republican Party, for the most part, the way they vote, they have left me. They're not conservative like I am, for, for the most part. A lot of these, you know, mostly rhinos and stuff. But I think that's the same way with the Democrats. You know, when you look at some of these people that are driving the, the National Party, the you know, the AOC and the squad and those people like that, those people are not what these Democrats signed up for. And that trickles down from the federal level to the state level to the local level, and that's what I encourage, encourage I'm sorry, people to pay attention to when they go to the ballot. Don't just vote for whoever your mom and dad voted for. You need to get involved and get invested in, in your community because that's all you have. Like yeah. What you have around you that's what you're a part of. That's what you're associated with. You need to pay attention to that because it all starts at the local level. Yeah. Whether you realize that or not, it all starts at the local level. You know, one of the most thankless uh, positions at the local level, I think, is uh, school board. And that's one of the most crucial spots. Uh, Absolutely. I, personally, you know, because that influences the kids and, and their decisions, what they do. You know, my mom was on the school board for 12 years, and it was a thankless job for the most part. And but people don't even pay attention to that. No. And that's huge. Like, what we're teaching to our children right now, people people don't even know. They just take it for granted. They show up for their PTA meetings. They say, okay, you, have, you don't have any absences. You have perfect attendance. You have, like, a B student. You're good. But you don't look at the side job to say that, oh, by the way, we're teaching your child critical race. We're teaching your child this. We're teaching your child that. You don't ask any questions because you don't know any better. Yeah. And that's wrong. We shouldn't go there. Well, it, yeah, it it needs to be lo- – yeah, my kids are graduated out of school system. Well, mine are too, but I'm just saying as, the, there, as but... the kids today and what you see on the news and what they're being taught – and we talked about this before. Also, what happens a lot of times, and, and I, I'm, it's a broad stroke here. I'm not saying it happens all the time, but they dangle the federal carrot and the federal money out there, and they say, if you want this money, you got to do this, this, and this. And, okay, if you don't do that, then you don't get the federal money. So you know, what are we teaching your kids? We, we're teaching your kids to test? 
we're testing your kids to teach. Yeah, that's what I said before. It? I mean, they're teaching the kids to a test. Uh, that's, I mean, that no child left behind. Every teacher I think you ever talk to is is not helping the kids. You know, especially you know, of course, right now I think uh, it's not every grade, but there's like certain grades that they have to test out, and they and they teach to that test because they if they don't meet the requirements, they they miss out on funding or whatever it might be. You know, with the with the no child left behind, and I, that was, you know, it, it doesn't have the best interest of the child. That's and the best interest of the child is at home with that, the parent, what the parents can teach them. Would you agree or not? Well, I think a lot of it starts at home, but, you know, a lot, I mean, look at our society. When government comes look. into your education and when government comes into your everyday life and they mm-hmm. say, this is what we need you to learn. This is what, this is how we need you to behave. This is what we're going to accept. Is that not a problem? Is that not a government overreach? It's like what Reagan said. It said, uh, I'm from the government. I'm here to help. Really? No. No, The government is not here to help. The government is here to benefit you because if you sign up for us, we'll pay you. We want you to be dependent on us. Mm -hmm. No. Come on, Cole. Give me some feedback. What do you think, Cole? About ready to wrap it up, you think? Do we beat everything? We still got some other topics we need to hit. There's a a topic about uh, Tinder. Tinder. Oh, absolutely. Tinder is a new dating site. I I mean, it's not a new dating site, but it is a dating site. Swipe left or right. Yeah, I don't know. Left or right doesn't have anything to do with party, but it just means if you like it or not. (laughs) <laughs> Tap it once for yes. What's Tinder? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I've never been on Tinder, but I'm just, I mean, I'm sure Joe Biden is on Tinder. Probably. You think Joe is? I mean, Jen Psaki is, I'm sure. Hmm. Do you want to talk about government overreach? They don't do that, do they? Is it okay to be on Tinder? Is it allowed? Oh. Tinder? Yeah. As far as what? Like, Government. government officials? Yeah, is it okay? It's their personal life. I mean, I would think so. Okay, but but that's your personal life. I mean, is that okay to be personal? Or do you want to like... I think you always need to have a personal life, even in government. Okay, but the government doesn't see it that way. If you're if, if you refer to like a progressive AOC, then everything has to be yeah. in the same category. Have you ever... Okay, hold on a second. <laughs> have you ever watched Suits? Oh my God! You need to watch Suits. I've never seen it. Man. I, don't, oh, I don't watch TV. Need, okay, well, it's, like it's on Peacock. No, it's better than that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Suits is like lawyers. Like I don't even know how to explain it. Like a law firm of the region uh-huh. on steroids. Like it'll tell you the difference. Is it like between- a documentary? No, hell no! It's not a documentary. It's it's a drama show, but you need to watch it. Is it on Netflix? And Beacock. Probably kind of like Hee Haw or something. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever want to know what happens behind closed doors, then you need to watch Suits. Uh, <clears throat> I guess I don't need to know. Have you never seen it? No. Dang. How do you know it's real, though? Well, you don't know. How do you ever know what's real in the government right now? I mean, we all wear tinfoil hats, right? 
I mean, I wear a tinfoil hat. I'll be the first one to admit it. I'm all about a good conspiracy theory. I don't think we discussed uh, contrails with you. Have we done that? We no, don't with we other haven't. guests. No, yeah. we haven't. So what's the story on that? They're saying that they're pumping all kinds of stuff out recently, according to the, the, the people. I mean, that, I'm on Telegram. Like, I follow all of these sites. I'm really... I'm more, like, I'm really into conspiracy theories. And, Cole, you are all about politics. So what do you think about conspiracy theories? I usually don't pay attention to them. Oh, my God. How can you follow up? How do you know what's going on in the world? (laughs) God. (laughs) (laughs) He watches Chile, that's how. Chile. Okay. Do you want to talk about Chile? Okay, so there's this guy. He's from California. I really don't give him a platform, really. I mean, well, but, we're not giving him a platform, yeah. but he's in Lawrence County, so which is the tri-state area of where we're from, right? Yeah, Kentucky, Ohio, West Virginia. Yeah, and he has recently—he's an agitator, is what he is. Mm-hmm. Right? I wouldn't say he's relocated, but whatever he is, he is. We well, spent a couple hours in our. He's taken some vacancy in Lawrence County, um, Ohio. A couple hours in our jail system. <laughs> right. Um, but now he has this platform <laughs> talking about um, the police and he's not uh, talking about it he's more so harassing them right I think yeah. uh, well and that's the thing I mean he, he it's called clickbait is it not I mean he that's all it's about it's about him making money you know I, for every like don't you get like money on YouTube like $12,000 last month oh yeah it's already last week I think I mean, I don't know the details, but yeah, for every like, for every subscription, you get Mm -hmm. paid on YouTube. Mm -hmm. So for all of you that are following outside of the United States, if you want to follow the Barton Dane show, for every like and subscription they get, they get. We don't get that. It's a penny. It's actually a penny penny per per view. So yeah, we actually don't even do ads. Is it a penny per view? Basically, I, I think it, as you grow your uh, audience, it probably changes and fluctuates. It's, Have you made any actual money off of it? I, we don't do ads. We don't well, we ads. made five grand off Amy today. Oh, yeah, for real. We'll write you a check before we leave. <laughs> <laughs> we we might, might be able to sell that with just the bill we owe. <laughs> for XYZ, the alphabet. Yeah, we don't want to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's wrap this up. What do you say? I think we went pretty long on this. Yeah. Sounds you good. can edit hey, it. Hey, Cole, I uh, appreciate hey, you being on. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. And uh, Stacy, thanks for being here. Amy, thanks for being here. I'm sorry that... Uh, Someone forgot to buy food. Yeah, we were going to order, like, pizza or something. What happened? I could make something. But anyway... Uh, we'll come back next time with a follow-up for what's going on with the yeah. Constitution and what's going on in the United States. Yeah, he'll have bowls of potato chips. <laughs> do you have potato chips in other countries? Do they eat potato chips in other countries? Oh, I'm sure they do. Do they? Oh, I don't know. I mean, you have listeners in how many continents? Yeah, I mean, it's everywhere. I mean, basically. So comment what potato chip you eat. Yeah. Well, and, and we give out our email address before, but, uh, but yeah, that, um, I think our biggest, like I said, listeners is Ireland right now. Have you had any response from your email address? I had a couple, but... Uh, problem is it goes to spam so if you email me I send it several times because sometimes it goes to spam or, or I just overlook it I get I got a hundred thousand emails and I don't check them I all. mean when you, I mean you're in the White House right now who has the time to go through a hundred thousand emails oh, I'll I'll have to have my butler take yeah care of that. 
I'll have my people to call your people. Exactly. And we'll get through to you. Well, anyway, we'll wrap this up, and I, I want to say uh, hopefully Bart will be back for the next one. Um, he's on sick leave. He's MIA right now. so Moment of silence. Yeah, is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> Cole, you're not good. You're not good. I'll see you guys. Thanks for being here. Thanks.